Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. I'm Marshall. You can find Nick and I at the Hyperclean Specialist Group on Facebook. Best way to go interact there. And this is the Community Pub. I am drinking tonight, probably for the last time of the season, the Golden Road Mango Cart. Definitely always a favorite in the summer. It's a great beer. But as we just crossed through on Labor Day weekend, well, I almost started grabbing the fall beers. But I was like, you know what? One more winter beer ain't going to hurt anybody. I know everybody enjoyed some cold ones out this weekend on Labor Day, right? Dustin, what was oh. your favorite part of Labor Day? What are you sipping on? Uh, well, right now I got a truly uh, peach tea. Okay, uh, next, uh, Derek. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was so I was a little burned out for the night before. I was like, I can't do beer. We are loading the boat up, and I stopped at the gas station. I'm like, I can't do it. And uh, so I grabbed this because they didn't have twisted tea. And I was like, you know what? I'll try it. Biggest waste of money. And they aren't cheap neither. Like it, it's 20 bucks for a 12 pack. Hey. And they're abso- I mean, they're absolute dog shit. And uh, yeah, don't recommend. But my favorite part of Labor Day was, of course, going to the lake. Uh, we did a whole bunch of wakeboarding, drank a lot of beer, uh, did some surfing too. Um, and then I planned on being out there Sunday and Monday. Well, unfortunately here in the Northeast, we've been swamped with rain. So, uh, I spent Sunday on the Xbox and then, uh, Monday, I unfortunately went into the shop and did some work. Mm. You know, Dustin, I, after all that, I really just want to say one thing. Can't never did do nothing. I like <laughs> you say you can't do something. You're absolutely right, man. You, next time you can do better though. Next time you think, nah, I can't drink another beer. Listen, man, we, we believe in you. We believe. Yeah. You. Just should have pounded down a couple bush lights and I'd have been a okay. No, you should have got beer. I, I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I should have just gotten bush lights and been okay. But I get your joke. I get your joke there. It is almost that time to transfer over to the fall beers. Um, we have one up here. Well, actually, there's two dark beers that are really my favorite. Uh, we have a local brew. It's called the Coal Miner's Daughter. I uh, really like that one. It's nice and dark, um, real creamy, too. And then uh, Hershey's has the chocolate. Hershey, the, or Yingling. It's the Hershey's oh, chocolate. Yes. That is yes. a fantastic dark beer. Is it sweet? It is, is it really sweet? It's delicious. Yes. Yes. It's uh, excellent. So but it, it's better on draft. It. You got to get it on draft, not, not out of the bottle. Find it. Go on Yingling's site. Find out who's got it on draft and go get you a nice tall boy. What'd you say about that coal miner's daughter again? <laughs> what, what about it? She's oh, dark, no, and some, dark and creamy. Something about dark yeah. and creamy. Like. <laughs> dark and creamy. <laughs> mm. I'm just curious what you were saying. I, it kind of went through real quick. I, so thanks. Uh, appreciate um, that. I'm, I'm sure. It, I'm sure it did. But you know, it, mm. it's exactly how it sounds. Dark and creamy. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Mark, what about you, man? What was your favorite part of Labor Day weekend? Getting paid, man. We worked through the weekend. Uh, right. Yeah, we, we worked on my neighbor. Well, my neighbor does construction. So the only days he has off are Saturday and Sunday. So we worked we worked on it Friday, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, returned it back Monday. So it's basically yeah, it was a it's a big old F two fifty. Um man, we're not used to those big trucks, dude. It was huge, but luckily uh we only had to we did like a quick enhancement on the on like the the bed area. He got PPF all over all of that, or he's gonna get PPF all over like the rear end, and then so we just had to do the front end. So luckily it wasn't too bad, but but yeah, that took up most of our time. Wait a minute. I got one question here. We're not used to these big trucks. <laughs> what? They're that, huge, that is, dude. That's Dustin, all I'm that comes into my shop. And I, I dude, I, like I actually I looked I looked at your Facebook. I saw you post on the on the on the Facebook page and I looked at you. The first thing I saw was this huge truck, and I was like, Yep, that's exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> nope. No, thank you. Dude, dude, I have an oil filled truck in there right now. It's a GMC twenty five hundred HD. We have a Ram 2500 in there. And then I've got this teeny tiny little, well, it looks small. It's a little uh, Lexus SUV stuffed oh, right man. in the back. <laughs> oh, man. I'll, I'll, send all, I'll send all the trucks to you, bro. <laughs> you know, it, it, occasionally I tell myself, man, I'd really like to, you know, work on some more cars or something like that. And then the one time I'm down polishing paint on a car, I'm like, this sucks. Give me a truck any <laughs> day of the week. Mark, I think you just confirmed what here in Oklahoma we've always believed to be true. Things oh. aren't necessarily bigger in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> this is a PG show, so I'm going to stop my comments there. No. <laughs> of course it's PG show. Yeah, of course. We're, what were you talking about? Oh, my. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Edward, brother, what about you, man? Was it the views that you got? I mean, best views no. in detail, no doubt about it. We were supposed to work, but we got rained out, so I ended up having the weekend off anyway. Just kind of laid around, grilled some steaks, uh, sat around. I played the Xbox for once. I haven't played that thing in a long time. Uh, what'd you play? Uh, I played Call of Duty, and I played Red Dead Redemption. Uh, two or one? Two. Yeah, I haven't really played too much. I, dude, I, Red Dead Redemption One was like one of the f first games that I just could never put down. Like, I could not stop playing yeah. that game. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, I love that game. I don't think Two is the uh, is the greatest, but it, it's it's updated. It's it's all right. Huh, that's cool. Uh, what steak? Uh, I had some New York strips. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you a seasoning? seasoning guy do you uh, put a bunch of a1 sauce all over it or uh, no. i don't put a1 sauce i just put some seasoning on it dustin quit like shaking that. your head like that a1 shit dude you gotta have it like uh, my, i like my a1 dad, i just on some steaks it's just not i don't know not necessary it's i mean if you go to texas roadhouse or something like that i get it yeah my my if dad I'm about kicked me out of the house because i put a1 on one of his steaks amen brother <laughs> You get out of my house, too. Well, I had a buddy here, and he wanted A1 sauce. He's like, dude, we have to have it. I said, at least try a piece without it. Hell, he didn't even eat it with A1 sauce. He just ate it without it. Nice. Oh, there you go. Good job. There you go. I mean, 
if for people that are making like pork chop like type steaks, you know, where yeah. it's just like chopped meat in a sense that are kind of put together into a steak. Yeah. Uh, I said pork chop, but that's not what I meant. I mean that I get it. Smother it in gravy, throw a Hard bunch of beef tips. Yeah, beef tips, something like that. You know, then I get it, put a bunch of A1 or a bunch of sauce. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's the way I am with ribs too. I've never if understood I don't people like that like steak, then I'll put A1 on it. <laughs> Bingo. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> All right. So good. my favorite, my favorite part of the weekend. Well, we spent we went to the lake, which we talked about, and on the way back, right? Top off cruising through Arkansas. This is one of those two lane roads, right? Where you got the big, tall cedars, Arkansas, these massive trees, right? So you're just chilling, growing through. It's the Washtenaw National Forest. So a lot of ups, lots of downs, a lot of curves. Listen, Dustin, you on your bike would have absolutely loved it, right? Like this is a perfect place for riding your bike. Just look beautiful. 80 something degrees, top off, enjoying my time. Look over, got my beautiful wife. We're just having a great time. Music's going. Listen, I found a new guy for everybody that's interested into music. I'm I'm definitely enjoy different types of music. And it's been interesting getting to learn different uh, different music genres, music with different types of language. And one of the languages that I found that interesting was, you know, of course, Brazilian. But then people that can work, you know, the Portuguese and working that into music. There's a guy named Kiko Navarro that uh, he's from Spain and he's got this really chill, like, like chill vibe to his songs, but then he sings in Spanish, but it's from Spain, Spanish. So it's a little different. And I just, listen, we're playing that music. We're enjoying our time. And there it is. There's that little thing that you see in your rear view mirror. And you go, no, no, that it's not happening. no, Go back to my music about five seconds later or so. Look back up, and there he is right on my ass. Right? Dustin, you're smiling. You already know <laughs> who is on my ass. I'm trying to enjoy my drive through the Arkansas woods, having a great time, and who is riding my ass? How many people are there up there in front of me, right? Three or four other people. We're just chilling, going through. But this asshole, right? So what do you think he does? He sits there for about half a second. And then he comes up beside me. Well, at this point, right, you got about three options because you got another current turn that's coming up and you're going to either have to really floor it and pass everybody or you're going to need to back it off a little bit here, buddy, because slow your roll. Go ahead and get to the back like you were. Or option three, cut me off because he can't get around everybody and force me to cuss and be mad and not be happy with the rest of my drive for about 30 seconds. I don't know. Derek, what about you? What was, what was your favorite part of labor day? Did you clean some cars? Did you sit out and cook some food and drink some beer? Well, so I told my wife I would take the weekend off. So I was good. Did not detail any cars. I had plenty of people ask. I said, no, 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 not this weekend. Uh, so Saturday we, uh, we had some bunch of my friends over, all my friends have babies now. So it turned into a baby. Let's meet the new dog. I got, I got a new puppy. So she was uh, meeting everyone and stuff. And, uh, I kept it simple, just did burgers and hot dogs, you know, not too, not too crazy. Loud. And then one of my, uh, my wife's friends brought some like food over, heated up. It was good. 
and then Monday we did some hiking. So uh, on the woods, oh, yeah? the dog. Yeah, yeah little, we did some hiking fr- too. It was, you know, the dog. She's only four months old. So we don't want to like, kill her on the first hike, so it was only like two miles. But she did good. She was, she was hobbling along. I'm like, yes, like so. Next, when she gets a little bit bigger, we'll get a little army pack, put our water on there so she can carry her own water and stuff. You know, I've seen people like that with the dogs, but uh, I, I just relaxed. And then Tuesday, like Dustin, it, it, it poured Monday night into Tuesday. Today was all misting, so I had to move everything to tomorrow. And then this weekend, I got cars too, so it's gonna be I had to move everything. Sweet man, sounds like a fun weekend, man. Love it, Mark. Favorite thing for the weekend? What'd you do? Favorite thing. No, I don't know. You were there for a second, Mark. I think we lost you. All right, we'll come back. Can, can oh, there we now? go. All right. Okay. So I'm new to this. So I appreciate you guys being like, letting me be here. This is awesome. So uh, we got rained out too. Um, I do work at a brewery too. So um, that's what I'm drinking now. Just a local beer that we oh. have. Okay, Mark. Now that's I know cool. which Mark I'm talking oh. to. All right, man. Yeah, what we talked. Uh, it was, it was mid late last week, right? And exactly. uh, yeah, you were like, yeah, yep. so I also I work at a brewery. I was like, wait, what? Hell yeah. You yes. got to get on the pub. All right. So <laughs> what are you what are you what are you drinking on tonight? So it is it's a definitely a local beer. It is called Juicy in the 860. And that is our uh, our area code out here. So it's a New England IPA, obviously hazy, juicy IPA. Mm, so mm, it's mm, good. Mm, uh-huh. mm. Let's take a moment of moment of silence for Mark and say thank you, Mark, for. <laughs> <laughs> introducing i think you're gonna send that to everybody now is that what you said uh, uh, wanted uh, to send that out to everybody on the pub man that's awesome mark thanks so much let's all take a moment thanks. for mark and thanks. say thank you thanks for sponsoring the episode oh, thanks thanks for letting me be here he bowed out pretty quick on that didn't he? he's like hell no we're not sending everybody beer uh Mark, that's that's exactly Derek. Now that's a, kind of our favorite style, right? Like, yes, I mean, we we yes. love hazy IPAs, so that's cool, man. I'm glad to know that you love it too. Yeah, we'll hook you up if you guys if you ever guys ever come to Connecticut. I'll hook you up. <laughs> no doubt, no oh, doubt. I'm not too far from there. <laughs> yeah, Derek's like, hey, yeah, come on. <laughs> Lucas, man, good to see you, brother. Uh, favorite part of Labor Day? Did you go out and swing the sticks? Did you? Did you shoot four or what'd you do? Um, I went golfing and then I went to the annual Holden meetup down in Indianapolis on, uh, from Friday to Saturday. And I won, I ended up winning a Pontiac G8 at the car show. So then I drove my new free car home and then spent the rest yeah. of the weekend up North with my family. Yeah. I, Lucas, you posted that and I was like, no. And then, uh, because <laughs> i it still don't feel real i've never won a damn thing in my life and that that felt pretty good hell yeah that dude is, that's, that's awesome, awesome. yeah cool what how did what how'd you win it um so they had a huge car Best legs contest well come on you know <laughs> it wouldn't be fair if i entered that they they, they got to keep it fair no. I, they had uh they, so they had one giveaway car that everybody could buy 50 bucks for an entry and that was that and i bought 100 bucks for two entries into that and then they had a bunch of little raffle prizes so i dropped a five dollar raffle ticket in the 50 50 drawing and uh they called my number which has never happened to me before so i didn't know how to feel 
And then they're like, all right, you have your choice between the $735 in the mystery drawing or you can take the mystery prize. And then the whole crowd was like, mystery prize, mystery mm -hmm. prize. So I'm like, fuck <laughs> it. Why not? I got nothing to lose. Let's go with mystery prize. And then he's like, well, there's a white Pontiac G8 behind my bar, my, behind my barn, and it's fucking yours. Whoa. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty sweet. <laughs> probably, so are you... see, uh, probably see a VinWiki car story he bought a soon from Travis, the guy who put it on. So wow. what are you going to do with it? Are you going to make it a cool shop car? I mean, we got to know the plans here. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. It is sold as of yesterday. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I still have it. I still have it, but I don't oh. have the time. So it's a V6. So I. Oh wait, yeah. So to do mind. anything cool, yeah. you're gonna have to swap it. I don't have the time, yeah. skill, or the money to be able to do that right now. So I'm sold it to my buddy that went down there with us. He has a six liter, an LSA, and a TR6060 manual transmission waiting to go in it. So I sold it to him, and he's gonna come <laughs> get it next weekend, bring it home, and make it sweet. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Lucas. Nicely done. Thank you. Cooking with Nick, did you win a car or what? I mean, you got to back up that story. How are you going to do that? <laughs> I can't back shit up, man. I didn't win nothing. <laughs> what are you, what are you making tonight? It looks like you're, you're packing some, some meatballs. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and improve on a old classic, on a patty melt. I'm going to try and make a a smokehouse patty melt hmm. with bacon and onions and barbecue sauce, the whole nine. Okay, cool. All right, so let's say, all right, let's say you pull up to a stoplight, left hand, you're, you're sitting there and you go, wow, it doesn't matter what vehicle it is. Let's just say it's a, a dark car. Sun hits it and you go, Wow. I'd say, uh, wow, it's a lot of spider webs. I mean, the black almost looks like gunmetal, right? We've all seen those. We've seen those cars that there's so much scratches. There's so many spider webs on it. It doesn't even look black. Oh, wow. I don't know if this is you guys. I mean, this is just me. So that's why I'm asking, right? Like, do y'all ever sit there at stoplights and look at cars? I guess I do all the time. Every stoplight. So let's say, imagine you look over this dark car, webs all over it. You look over to the other side, and you got those nasty rims that somebody has let corrode an insane amount of brake dust on. So we've done the wheels and windows, but we haven't done paintwork versus the wheels. Now, it's open ended. So, would you rather go work on the paint or would you rather work on the wheels? And I'll leave it open-ended, Dustin, so you can say, hey, I'm not picking up a polisher and I want to do those rims. <laughs> right? I already beat you to it, didn't I? But you got to explain what you're going to do on the rims. Okay? And these are like, these aren't just, I'm throwing some fuego on it and power washing them off. Right? That ain't working. Right? You got to use Fuego. I get it. But what are you going to do? You're going to scrub them out. You're going to, you're going to grab some steel wool. You're going to, you know, I mean, this is that brake dust that's just on for years. So what are you doing, man? Would you rather? I am absolutely not breaking out the polisher. Um, 
I'm going to get that vehicle into the shop. If they're that bad, I'm probably going to pull wheels off of it and uh, hit them with some fuego, scrub them down. It's probably going to take a couple runs at it. If they're stock wheels, you know, and they have a decent finish left to them, I'm probably going to hit them with some real strong acid. Uh, scrub them down nicely and then rinse them and then see where we're at there. Uh, but some of those GM wheels, you know, you might have to break out a little chrome polish on them and clean them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have gotten away with just throwing a wax on the other car, but you want to go through all that work. Huh? I'll tell you what. Well, you, you said fixing the paint. You, you can't you can't just fix the paint without a polisher. Evidently, you can't. I don't know. <laughs> I sure coated a vehicle and sent it back to a dealership and didn't touch it with the, with the polisher. Well, yeah. I mean, I do this on a daily basis. I mean, I, just, I said, you would know. you rather you're going to go through all that work on wheels? I'll tell you what. <laughs> so adamant about not working on paint anymore. There you go. My my shoulder, my elbows can't take it. It, it hurts. Everything hurts. <laughs> all right, Edward, what about you, man? Would you rather work on that paint and get that spider webs looking pretty? Or fuck it, you'd be like, listen, I just want to work on wheels all day like Dustin. I mean, I don't mind either one, but I'll go with paint because some of the wheels are just that I see are not savable, unfortunately. They're just too far gone. Well, so what do you like to work on if you got a paint that's got a bunch of webs on it? What's your process? What do you like to do? I'm just one step most of the time. Not many people around here pay for heavy correction. Um, right now we're using – I use a lot of 3D1. Um What's the other one? Um, the last cut, because we work in sun most of the time, and it wipes off pretty smoothly. I guess I've it really that. depends what kind of paint it is, too. Yeah. Oh, of course, no doubt, no doubt. That's why I didn't say GMC, and that's why I left it pretty open ended. <laughs> you bet. There's a lot of variables, which makes it fun. All right, uh, Mark. Uh, which one? I know you're at the brewery. Somebody says, "Hey, I got this car. Or this car. Would you rather?" Which one you picking? I'd ra- I'd rather do the wheels, definitely. You know, even though I don't, I just don't think I could get the back, you know, the the paint. So I think I would just rather do the wheels. Even though it's gonna maybe be a lot more work. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind taking them off. I don't. I don't mind. I don't know. I don't know. I don't mind doing the wheels. I, I like actually I like them. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. Well, what is it about paint that that makes you kind of move away from it? I don't know. I just I'm just worried that I wouldn't be able to get it back, and I don't know if it's that crazy. I, I don't think I. I don't oh, know. that you'd be able to, that you would damage it, or that you just wouldn't actually be able to get it, you know, restored. Yeah, I don't think I'd get it restored. I don't know if I could. You know, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin something even worse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fair enough. I appreciate that. Edward, what a, you know, when, when you're saying I'm just going to do a one step, you know, I help Mark out, man. What, what's your pointer on being able to grab just a, a simple pad and a polish and be able to just one step a car. And just, I'll use a Rupes polisher, but honestly, you can, you can start off with any kind of polisher. I started off with the, the $80, $80 Max Sean polisher. Um, at one point they sponsored me. So I got some, products from them um and i love that polisher i mean get a porter cable um 
orange foam pad or even the uh, uh, the one pad from them. That works really good. Uh, we've started using that quite more or, uh, more recently. Mm -hmm. uh, find a good compound that works for you. Oh, Dustin, any problems? I know you said you don't want to do any uh, polishing. I mean, problems that you've run into that you could give Mark some suggestions? Uh, what was the question again? Refresh my... No, you're out. Oh, come on. Lucas. <laughs> Suggestions on polishing? There we go. Both of you are out. Never mind. <laughs> That's terrible. Here's the community. Way to go. This is terrible. Uh, go get you a hood from the junkyard or something, or even practice on an old beater car or something. You know, don't, don't start on a brand new car or your client's car if you've never done it before or you oh, there just you buy, go by waxing a car start waxing a car just lay on the get you one of the uh was it like a, a red foam pad and you know least aggressive pad on the market and just grab you some wax and start that way yeah 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 market you know the mention about the polisher was a great suggestion that edward gave you know, I'd I'd say Derek, right? If we still had Max the jeweler, we could definitely oh, we could definitely show you how to do some stuff. You know, we we uh, we we think that polishing over over the long haul that the way it's been presented by the industry the past years has been way too in depth for the average person, which has caused Mark. We talk to people almost every day that are in the same situation as you are almost a little apprehensive or scared to work on paint because it's been displayed as such a high technical skill. And it is to get 90 plus percent out is extremely technical getting 75% with our hyperclean one pad and a really good all in one or polish. It's, it's very doable. It's extremely doable. So, yeah, you know, I, I think it's, it's interesting how there's people that, uh, you know, haven't really, and Mark, this isn't really about you. It's like I said, there's thousands of other people and the thousands that'll listen to this. There's many of them. They're going to relate. They just haven't really ever gotten into that because of anxiety or apprehension about doing something to the paint. So I'm really glad you brought that up, Mark. Thanks for sharing it. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. the advice. I appreciate it guys. Mm -hmm. oh, All right, Mark, next level. Uh, we won't do the uh, helping Mark with polishing tips, right? But we're on would you rather. Would you rather. Is it the working on the exterior of the spider webs or, or working on those wheels? Yeah, I think I'm going straight for the paint, man. I, I hate wheels, dude. My knees are shot. Like every single day it hurts to get up. So, so yeah, I'm going straight for the paint. I can't do anything else. Derek's going to slide in your DM, man. He's got no. something just for you. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He's shot him like, bro, I got, I got your nice set of knee pads. What is it called? Like the, I don't know. It's from Lowe's. It's, I use a kneeling pad, dude, and I can't uh, go anywhere well, without it, man. Yeah, I, I switched over to that pretty much because I got tired of wearing the knee pads into like convenience stores and people would be like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, you know, and then I just <laughs> buy my food and go. Dude, I saw some pants online. Me and Jesse were like looking up like cool uniforms and stuff. And there's oh, like no. pants that have built-in knee pads. Yes. I want to get those so bad. <laughs> I mean, if you're not gonna lie, they're probably pretty comfy. But I switch over to that that little foam pad that's keeping the back of the truck. And when I get to, I just throw it out and I'll just switch it. 
The only thing I hate about it is when water, if you leave it out when you're washing, the water gets underneath it, and then the water goes flinging. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like I got the little Max Shine one, but it, it works good. Now, the, the bad thing about the little kneeling pad is the other day we were working on a lady's driveway, and I, I guess it was, like, coated or sealed. And, like, the whole time I was slipping down, like, I felt like I was climbing up the whole way. My hip, my hip still hurts from that day. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, I've got this, uh, this seat out of, like, a 1970s ambulance. <laughs> and oh. then it's, like, dude, it's, like, so thick and it's so old. That is my <laughs> kneeling pad because I haven't broke down and bought a legit kneeling pad. So you sit on an old couch? That's pretty cool. Oh, That's dude, it's like cool. it, it, this cool. thing is way old. I'm pretty. Is sure it is it long old. enough that you don't have to move it? Like you can do the front wheel and then just slide on no, over to the back no. wheel. It's, oh, no, it, it's cool. only like it's only like three feet three feet long. It's like three foot by you know fifteen inches maybe. Mm-hmm. It's not big, but it works, and it was free. Hey, there you go. Hey, nothing better than free. Well, a couch that. You didn't have to move again. That would be better. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's just a pad, though. It's just a pad, like the top pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dustin, what do you think? You think Lucas is going for the paint or the wheels? Oh, man. Uh, he's going for the paint. Yeah. Jam all day. That's what I was, yeah. <laughs> all day long. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go for the paint. Yeah, that was <laughs> a paint correction. <laughs> that was an easy one. Well, but hey, I, I like cleaning wheels too, so I don't know. Lucas, what's your go-to? How do you how do you go tackle paint? Paint? Mm-hmm. Uh, you a one-step guy majority, or you yeah, always mostly, like if you see a car, you're gonna almost always try and get that double to triple correction. Well, I mean, even a one-step, so I always gotta stop myself because I'll always try and get a hundred percent even with a one step, even though the better part of me tells me it's not gonna happen. So it's that fine line of how 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 many passes is gonna be the right amount of passes for this whole thing to keep looking good and time efficient at the same time. But yeah, mostly thorough one steps don't super rare. I'll maybe do one full correction every four weeks, but I'm not I, I charge quite a bit for correction services, so I don't do a whole lot of the full ones. Well, I don't blame you. Hey, this is pretty cool because now that he's changed his name from iPhone to Wyatt Yellowstone Detail, that's awesome. We haven't seen Wyatt in a while, but speaking of somebody that likes to polish, wow, there's a guy that likes to polish, but boy, he does all kinds of polishing. I wonder what he's going to choose if he's still there. The Polish King has stepped into the chat. Here he comes. Well, set, the, set the stage for him. He, I don't think, I think he stepped away for a second. Hey, I'm, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Sorry. I keep trying, uh, ever since the baby, <laughs> I keep trying to go in the other room and they keep following me. <laughs> oh. Why? So maybe the best thing I is that stash. God damn, man. Yeah, look yeah. at that stash. <laughs> I was laughing. Can you guys Dude, hear that? That stash is rocking. Yeah, yeah. yeah I hear you, man. I hear you. <laughs> Dude, I, I think I saw you make Brandon a little jealous. Me? Yeah. He's kind of jealous of that stash you got. He's thinking about trimming the whole beard and <laughs> rocking the stash. Shit, my barber today, I got a haircut. Yeah, I'm looking kind of rough, but the barber was like, 
you want me to hook it up? And I was like, what do you mean, hook it up? And she's like, oh, like, touch up your mustache. And I was like, okay, sure. Does it look bad? She's like, no, it looks good, but it can look better. No, why not? I wasn't saying you look. I was I was saying it looks awesome. Can she can she do it where you grow it a little bit more and then get those ends twisted up? Like a little. That's what, yeah, she, that's exactly what she did, Marty. She like yeah. outside. She's like, it's going to grow in like perfect on the outside. Yeah, she she's all about it. Oh, damn. Brandon, I, I know he's right now. He's searching on his other computer. He's looking up for how he can do it in <laughs> South Carolina. <laughs> But uh, yeah, about the wheels oh, wow. and the paint. You already know what I was gonna say. The wheels, I'll take the wheels. Yeah, taking the wheels. Oh yeah, I'll take the wheels. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no doubt. No, no doubt. doubt. Even if it was a big semi, did you could work on the whole rest of the thing. You're only gonna work on the wheels. Yeah. See, I started laughing. I was like, uh, I was trying to figure out. I haven't been on Zoom in so long. I was trying to figure out how to work this thing again. But uh. I was laughing because you guys are talking about working on big stuff with an F-350 or with a with a pickup truck. <laughs> and I'm sitting here just like, oh, that's that's. <laughs> uh, Why because... did you also just say that things aren't bigger in Texas? Is that what you just said? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, big rig. I can. Yeah, wheels all day. Wheels all day. White man, it's great to see you, brother. I'm glad to glad to know things are doing well for you. You got your stash rocking. Brandon said that his wife would absolutely actually like leave him if he didn't keep his beard, is what he said, I think, right? That is correct. She has threatened before. Hmm. <laughs> but let's show her a picture of Wyatt and she might stick around, huh? Maybe we'll see. <laughs> Be like, but I could look like this. I tried to get the, the Fu Manchu one time, and it quickly had to go back to a beard. <laughs> oh, shit. No Fu Manchu? Oh. Yeah. Mm. All right, Brandon, what are you doing? You doing uh, paint work, or would you rather do some nasty old wheels? I'm sticking with the detailer's motto of that'll buff out. Hey, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> paint all day. That'll buff out. I get it. I get it. All right, guys. Uh, let's dive into something that I think is going to be interesting where you guys kind of give your projections because, you know, with Labor Day coming to a close, now summer's officially, I guess not officially because there's got to be an end of summer thing. What about for us in the season, the busy seasons kind of now started that downward trend and we're going into the fall. Derek, I know with you guys up in the Northeast, Dustin, in your neck of the woods, there's a lot of people that began to have to change their business in a sense. You know, fall brings about all kinds of stuff. And well, interested to see what, what you guys think is coming because well, summer was absolutely amazing. Fall mm -hmm. could be, or it could be the opposite, right? I mean, don't know. Is there something that you guys are looking for? that uh, you really think is going to be great for your business and you're going to add it in or something you guys are going to take away, you know, give us a, give us a little tidbit. And I have to, you know, really what's focused around you and your area. What is it you guys are thinking? So Dustin, what about you, man? What, what's your predictions for the fall? What are you looking to get into or get out of, or, you know, where are you going to take your business? Or is it just going to keep cruising? 
Yeah, so uh, we will be busy up until about Thanksgiving, and then Thanksgiving, Christmas, January, it, you know, it stays kind of slow then, and then into February, kind of picks back up. Um, but uh, one thing I'm excited for is to do more uh, rust prevention. Uh, we're a fluid film dealer where we do uh, uh, rust prevention. And if detailers want to make coding-style money, um in less you know half the time they should be looking at this at rust prevention stuff um there's great money in it you're giving the customer an incredible value especially if you're up here in the rust belt uh so that's going to keep you busy um especially where we're at i mean we're now doing one a week sometimes more than that and as the weather starts to get cooler uh the trucks roll in and that'll definitely keep you busy so um and I'm looking forward to wintertime when we slow down a little bit. Then I could kick back and relax and maybe take a vacation. Vacation? You just got back from one. What the hell? I didn't take a, I didn't take a vacation. You went to the lake. That's not a vacation. I, I mean, it's my <laughs> vacation, but like, I need like a couple days where my phone is not ringing and I can just drink beer and not think about anything related to the shop. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. All right, Derek, what about you, man? Um, I get a lot of, um, I usually have a package, I have like a summer protection package that I do like in the spring. And then when it comes to fall, I got my fall slash winter protection package that I usually do, which is really just a wash clay and then a seal. So we're usually putting um, Uno on the vehicles when we do that. So it's just an exterior packages. A lot of customers, they want to, you know, protect their cars for winter. So I usually I, I have a special on that. Usually in the next couple of weeks, I'll, I'll do I'll just get that started going again. And uh, that's going to be like my main focus. Um, you know, we got people going back to school. So I had a lot of people hit me up to get uh, cars cleaned before school started and stuff. So it, it stayed pretty busy. I think fall, if it's anything like the summer was this year, I think it's still going to be pretty busy. I know I have a lot of guys where um, it's like the last few car shows that are coming up. I got to do a, a this lowered uh, BMW next week. It's the same thing. They want to get it cleaned up. So I'm just getting ready. Like, I think it's going to be really good. But I think I know for me every year, it's just having that that one package where it's right in that sweet spot where you can get them in, get the exterior done like Dustin's doing, get them in real done real quick. Get that protection for the winter. They're happy. I'm happy. And I'm not there that long. No, no. I like it. Mark, predictions for the fall? Uh, for me, so this is my first year doing this. So we get winters pretty bad up here. So, and I'm mobile. So I'm thinking about um, maybe having people come in and, and bring it to my house. So I do have a garage in my house. So maybe doing some jobs in my garage is what I'm trying to think about. So just to keep things going. Nice. Cool. It's a great idea. Mountain View. Um, we're staying pretty busy through the winter time. I always prepare ourselves like we're not going to be, but three years, last three years, we've been super busy. Um, I can't do as many coatings in the winter time. I do have a client that lets us uh, rent out a bay in his shop. Um, the only problem is it's a little bit out there, so not many people want to make that drive. But uh, come October, I think I'm going to run like I typically don't run specials, but I think I'm going to do if you purchase a, uh, a coating, then I'll do a uh, free windshield coating just to 
try to get as much in as possible before winter hits. Uh, we did several coatings last winter. It's just, like I said, not many people want to drive to that shop. So it's about – that shop's probably 45 minutes from me. Some some of my clients could be an hour away from, so. Yeah, so that makes it tough, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it definitely does. Well, I got a, we focus similar. on the maintenance of the winter, Tom. Maintenance, full details, all the, you know, the happy stuff, I guess. <laughs> Salt removal, all that. I was going to say, I got a client that's the same way. He's got a shop that he lets me use in the winter, but same thing. It's like 45 minutes from my house. I've had I've had people drop it off, but then he, the customer, the guy started being kind of weird about when they had to come pick the cars up and stuff. So I just, yeah. you know, I can't. Now it's, I got another spot I can do it at. So I'm going to try that this winter. But the other, it was a big shop. I could do a dump truck if I wanted to, but it was just like, you know, took forever to get there. And it took me almost an hour to get there. And I'm like, listen, I'm not driving my way out there. Like, you got to put the pause down. And then we're doing this, like. Exactly. It, it can be a pain, but the way I see it, if some of these people, if they really, really want it, I guess they'll, they'll make the drive. And I think, I think yeah. last winter we did 10 coatings, so it's pretty good for me in the winter time. That's good. Cool. Yeah. Well, hopefully you'll do more of this, uh, this winter, man. Oh, yeah. Looking yeah. forward to it. Cool. All right. Mark, next level. Uh, luckily for us, man, there <laughs> We don't really have a winter down here in El Paso, so we're going to get like two days El of snow. Paso. So, uh, but yeah, um, I think the only thing that we're really changing and pushing because it is kind of our slower season, like that's, this is how it was last year. Um, the only thing that we are pushing differently now is our um, either enhancing coats um, or washing coats. Um, but I think the I think what we're trying to do is we're trying to stay away from the washing coats just because like uh, today we got a car in where he was interested in uh, just getting a quick like one year on it. Um, but when I clayed it, I marred the, the I marred the hell out of it. So uh, that's something that we still got to perfect, I guess, like decontaminating it before we're putting like a one year coating. Um, but, yeah, that's something that we're looking to to push in our in our slower months if it does slow down. Um, but, yeah, right now we're just in our, our little rainy two weeks and then back to hot. Yeah. What does it get? I mean, what, 70 degrees is cold for you? Yeah. yeah I put a, I put on a jacket at 80. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I think it, it gets cold when it, when it wants to get cold, it gets cold and or it gets like warm and nice. So like now it's, it's not blistering, blistering hot outside to be outside like right now. Um, but a couple months ago, it would have been pretty bad. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Marty. Yeah, man. You know, I uh, I live in Montana now, but I was uh, born and raised in Las Cruces, New Mexico, really close to El Paso. And uh, I can tell you that a few years, I've lived in Montana since 2012, but a few years ago, we went back during the holidays and uh, I was like, oh, I'm, there's like two feet of snow in Montana, whatever. I'm like, it's, it's in the negative. No big deal. I don't wear a jacket, right? And we go to the ball drop. They have a chili. They drop a chili at, in Las Cruces. And, uh, dude, it was the coldest I had been. I was like, how is it this cold in the desert? It's It was cold, dude. It was like 20 degrees there, and it was cold. Well, it's really dry there, though, in Las Cruces. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. my aunt actually just moved back uh, last month from Las Cruces, and we were just out there. 
because what I can't remember those mountains. Maybe you do. Oregon mountains. Yes. Yeah, so those mountains were literally in her backyard. Yeah. So yeah, it's really dry out there, which which makes the temperatures feel way off compared to what we're used to here in West Virginia. I was gonna say go Aggies because they play UTEP this weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, I'll be there. Mark, you an Aggie fan? No, UTEP. Shit. I was supposed to go to UTEP, but then I decided to become a detailer, and I chose this. <laughs> it's funner. <laughs> it's funny. University of Texas El Paso. For everybody yeah. that doesn't understand UTEP. Yeah, one of the worst football teams in the nation, but we're going. <laughs> hey, quick question. Today, so. Quick question for the guy in El Paso. Um, are there a lot of people from California that live there now? Uh, actually, yeah, a lot of our clients. Um, I guess like on our our west side of town or east side of town, um, we're actually getting. I think that's weird you ask because we were just talking about we have like four brand new clients and all of them have came from California. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Mass exit. A lot of them are going also to Austin. Okay. Houston, Austin, Texas. Such a big, big state for real estate for people over there. So I'm sure of it. Uh, And part of it, a lot of reason why, you know, we're getting quite a few Californians here too. And part of it too, Julian, is, you know, you're moving from the, the high real estate in California and you move to the low real estate in the Midwest you get a much bigger house, much bigger yeah. land, much oh. bigger property. Like a lot of people are leaving to come to, to buy bigger. That's true. That's yeah. true. It's just sad that they they get to Texas and realize, well, things aren't bigger always necessarily in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, one of my cousins, he was in the military and he uh, left and he was able to get a really nice house for himself driveway three-car garage everything for a great price over in houston so you know one day but it's just it's just i hear from other people in houston some people are annoyed with californians over there oh of course yeah <laughs> most definitely julian what about you man uh and cali life you know like uh like mark said it's probably not really much of a winner but fall though right like do you have yeah. predictions for fall because it's not necessarily just temperature there's a lot of things that go into changing and yeah. in what's going to happen in the fall yeah so i mean as far as for general business across the industry especially for customers and all that a lot of cars are on back order so especially with all these ev cars they're going to become more of a hit and more of a hit and what i think is that you're just going to start seeing people trade in some of their used cars and really just get something brand new. They want to make that initial jump already and be feeling like that they're ahead of the game or that everybody, because over here in California, it's such a big thing and a big deal because we have a grid, we have charging stations, and there's also just the marketing behind it over here in California. Yeah. What do you think? Is that Rivian that takes over Tesla? Is that way it goes? I've already, I've already seen the Rivians in, in person. I mean, it's a pretty cool truck. It's just, it's not spacious like, you know, your typical pickup truck. Um, not spacious, thing, but it's just, it's just fancy. That's, I'd call it like a fancy truck. Yeah. But, you know, it's Listen, not I love that reel where it showed them going through. They've got, what, a, a little off-road place where they test them all out or something. And it showed them going through like four feet yeah. of water. Like, that was yeah, cool. Yeah. 
that's one of the coolest things. One of the coolest things like at the Rivian is that that zero to sixty is like under four seconds for a pickup truck. Fast. Yeah, I mean, we've already had some jobs where we clear brought some because uh, we do window tint, clear bra, and coatings. So I mean, a lot of people want to get those protected, uh, especially with clear bra. But the Rivians, all the owners are really, really excited about it, and they really like it. I'm just looking forward to see if there's any going to be any tech issues coming up for like these new companies because Tesla's already been through it before, especially with build quality. And now you have to check out and see some of the other new companies that are coming up and see if they'll have something similar. If not, maybe worse or maybe better. We'll see. Hmm. Well, that is interesting. I like that. So you think that uh, the EVs are really going to be a, a big play over the next? And it makes sense. In California. So, in California. Yeah. Just because. Oh, of yeah. The- that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Local, like to local to use. So, yeah, that's 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 cool, man. That's a unique perspective. I appreciate that. Thank you. No huh. problem. Cooking with Nick. I, I know you walked away for a second, but if you got your AirPods on, man, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, what do you think of old Rivian and Tesla? And- so uh, Rivian just bought a store in our in our county. So, like they bought a big old property. Um, oh, so it's going to get real, and it's going to get real real quick. Um, thing is, we did too. We also just bought a bigger store. So we're going up at the same time they're moving into their store. So it's going to get really interesting. We're about to really explode in volume. We're, we're going to go real big here real soon. I'm not allowed to talk about like actual numbers, but um, they're growing. We're growing. It's, it's what we've all anticipated for, for this time. And it's going to continue to grow. So EVs are going to, you're going to continue to see more and more and more EVs, you know, going forward. But that's what, I'm anticipating for the fall. Um, this month, we're going to see more numbers than we did last quarter. You know, next quarter, we're going to see more numbers than we did this quarter. And it's just that trend's going to continue. Oh, I like it. Good perspective right there. Lucas, perspective on yours. Like, where do you think fall's going for you? I think it'll be kind of like last year. It's kind of fallen in the same last fall we had a little lull right around uh late august early september and then mid-september toward early october it picks back up and slams slams again until i mean i i was i was booked out quite a ways all the way up until just after new year's even through january and then february until early march was our my my worst month of the year and then uh January last year was, I guess, still this year, but January was peak. I did more business January than I did all year. And then February was right down there. And then it's kind of kind of a roller coaster. The weather really determines a lot of how much and what, what we do in Michigan. Because no, I mean, no matter how much I push ceramic coatings, exterior washes, maintenance for the outsides of cars, all I got all winter long was people calling me, hey, when can I get an interior detail? So I just gave up and started put leaning on interiors for wintertime because I got more than I can handle and mm-hmm. it's easy work. Yeah. Same here. I have a question. So, I mean, one-stop shops, I think we talked about this a long time ago on some type of podcast, but it's been being, becoming more of a hit over here in my area in California. I'm pretty sure Texas is the same way. How about your guys' cities? Is that something that's a big phenomenon where you're seeing other detailers starting to offer those specialty services? 
like vinyl, like not vinyl wrap, like PPF, window tent. Have you guys seen that? There's I a, see it all the time, but if they fail at it, I mean, it's just not, don't seem to be working out in my area. Okay. And where you're from? I'm from uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Okay. Okay. On the other okay. side, but yeah, no, it, here it doesn't seem like it's working out for people. I just had this conversation with another guy who's been trying to do this window tent thing for months now. Mm-hmm. Can't get it right. Mm-hmm. One of the trainers I was talking to that does PPF and tent, um, their business is called AFM Autofilm Mastery. He was saying, you know, if you're going to choose one, just choose one. Don't choose both at the same time, especially for your first time starting out, because it is a very niche skill for both. And we've actually tried doing both. I have five guys on my team. I sent one of my guys with me to tent training and we came back and I'm going to tell you, we wasted through probably a couple rolls of film just because we didn't know to hand cut. But, you know, now we're proficient now. We had to get over that hurdle. But to be honest, the majority of the jobs that we do from day to day, is just PPF. PPF and a coating. That's basically yeah. it. But if you're, if, if, I, if you guys were ever take my advice, I would get into the PPF, even though there's a higher cost to start it off. Because the paint protection film is a lot more forgiving to play around with when you're applying it. Um, I've kind of seen the opposite around my area. There's there's a couple okay. PPF shops that are one closed down earlier this year, and then the two others wow. that I do I send work to. They're they started doing de- they they moved out of detailing about two years ago to go completely to window film and oh. uh, paint protection film, and now just this past summer they're all getting back into detailing even interiors, wow. everything, because they're not seeing the workload come through. They're seeing it all for detailing, but they weren't seeing it for some of the, you know, $5,000 PPF jobs that they were leaning on for yeah. so long. Well, we've already done, yeah, yeah. We've, we've already done about three. We're, we're going to be working on our third one right now. We're finishing up our second PPF job for a full wrap for a BMW X7 M50i. And then our third one coming up is already at our shop. It's a Tesla Model Y and a satin finish. I really believe Ooh. it's the marketing marketing you have with the play behind it, you know, kind of like a football play. And you got to really, you really, you really got to push it forward in your local area, especially your city. And it's best to kind of offer it now and then later, because it's just, we, we, we've seen some other installers try to open up, but it just, like you said, doesn't really last that long because you need the experience and proper training to, to really hold in, a, a, you know, consistent clients each month. Because you can do a PPF job and then they don't come back to you because, well, they probably talk smack about your work and then you, you don't get any more PPF jobs, right? So, because mm-hmm. yeah, they don't I'm, want to I'm, I'm thinking from, about from, getting into vinyl wrap because at least in my area, I know a couple guys with vinyl shops and I have lots of customers that are always asking me if I do wraps. Right. Every, every shop around here is booked out six, nine months at a time for for doing color change wraps and I mean, it looks like fun and I, I want to wrap my cars. So I've, me and another local detailer that I'm friends with are probably going to do a Avery Denison or a 3M wrap school this, this winter time when it's slow. Okay. To, to yeah. So that is interesting, Julian. I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. You know, the, the idea of the big mega stores and I'm, I'm with Lucas and some of the other guys that have heard many of those are starting to run into some problems because they went too heavy in PPF. And, and that's why you hear what Lucas has said and others are saying, like, many of those are actually going back to making sure they offer detailing. And it's been said through most uh, recessions that PPF always takes a hit. 
So if you got into it previously, man, that's awesome. That's congratulations. And your area might be prime for that. Most people, it's not prime and it, it takes a massive amount of dedication. And like you said, skill set to, to try and make a, a viable business in their area. For instance, maybe like Dustin's mm -hmm. area is probably going to be extremely difficult to try and sell PPF. So it didn't, quite make sense for the whole country, but there's no doubt in parts of California and where you found a, a really great niche to be able to do PPF. So that's awesome. Uh, glad to hear it. Thanks so much for, uh, for sharing that, uh, that idea, Corey, uh, where you're at. Thanks for hopping in, man. It's, it's, it's been a little bit since I've seen you. Uh, I think you're still there, but you're on mute. Hey, Corey. Hey, yeah, I'm just doing a detail and listening to you guys, but no, I'm yeah, yeah. Cool. Thanks for but, thanks for um, hopping in. I, I mean, I'm not in like a small town, but I'm more a country town. And the two detail shops near me do some PPF, but I know they outsource a lot of it. And then I know some other guys up in Washington that that's all he works on is Porsche and some of the higher end cars, and he's busy, busy as hell. He's uh, there's a uh, guy that I actually maintain an M3 for, and the shop in uh, Washington will actually call him up and be like, Hey dude, I need you this weekend. He's like, well, you know, my fee, it's like three grand each time I come. And he's like, that's fine. So the guy that I maintain his car, he just does it on the weekends or on the side, but he says the Washington guy is just slammed with Porsche and stuff like that. And he's got, yeah. Like, and I mean, works select places. So. Yeah. Which is why I was saying Julian, it's so awesome mm -hmm. that he's Thank found you. his little thing. Yeah. Because Everyone's remember Julian, them. when you came on, you know, it's been now, well, it's been a couple of years, right? Remember yeah, you were putting now. those little wraps on lights and, you know, you were starting to kind of figure out how you were going to bring that in. And you, you yes. took the time and the energy before this moment mm -hmm. of where we're at in fall of 2022 to right. prep for it. So it's great to see what you're doing with it, man. That's awesome. Right. Every owner, I don't think you can sell this type of service no. if you have no experience. You, yeah. Anyone, I mean, you need to be able to train your guys, especially because that three-day training you may hire. Some guys are charging $7,000 to do a five-day training. But the thing is, is that when you pay for PPF training, it's nothing like the real thing when you actually have your plotter, your film itself, and working on different panels and dealing with just mm -hmm. troubleshooting sometimes too. Yeah, it takes a long time. That, like it you're does, saying, man, it, it definitely yeah. does. PPF yeah, is like, a skill yeah. set. Like mm -hmm. we think polishing paint, and it is, right? Like Lucas, yeah. you've, you've got mad skills polishing paint, but PPF is different. It's a much different spot. You're right. Corey, I want to get back to you though, man. What, what's your predictions for the fall though? Not so much PPF, just mm -hmm. your predictions for the fall. Where do you think Corey, where do you think the fall goes for you and your business or, you know, ideas? For, I mean, things for me, you... cause I still, I still, I mean, cause I'm part-time or whatever. And I still feel like I'm, I'm new right now. I'm still kind of just learning. I'm, I'm trying to fine tune my processes now. <laughs> I mean, I have processes down, but now I'm fine tuning everything and this and that. And, just like last year now, cause it is Oregon. Once it starts pouring like rain, people don't care about the outside. So right now I'm trying to push coatings and then come wintertime, I'll push interiors and then I'll just, you know, after work or even on the weekends, I just work on interiors here in my garage. And then the thing is, depending on the interior, I'm going to start gradually up, you know, trying to charge just a little bit more now. Cause now that people, 
now that I have my client base and people know my, what my interiors look like, I'm like, all right, I'm done charging this $200. I need to be charging like $250, $300 for interiors. So, or at least start doing more. Cause right now it's like 200 bucks. And then I'm like, no, these trash interiors, I can't do this shit anymore. I need to start charging way more for these trash interiors. So. And you'll get them right. Like you said, you'll get them up there in Oregon. I bet. Well, some of these other detailers, they push them to me and I'm like, all right, what's this going to look like? And then I open it up. I'm like, Oh man, <laughs> I say, I see how oh, it is. God. <laughs> mystery detail, mystery interiors. Dude. Absolutely. That's what I did when I had a nasty vehicle. I'd pass it on to competition. You bet. Yeah. Oh, I'll go with a smile over the phone, too. <laughs> I know a great referral you can talk to. Let me get that real quick. One second. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, it doesn't seem like, ma'am, that's something that we'd be able to help you out with. But I know somebody that could. Absolutely. And I just whack them over the head with a price so high. If they if they bite on it, I'll do it. If not, they're gonna get somewhere else. <laughs> That's a good so, one. That's, That's a good way to do it. Uh, yeah. I, there's nothing I won't touch. I don't care if it's blood, whatever, dog shit, you name it. Like <laughs> I said, I've done that. I'm beating them over the head with a steep price. <laughs> Why? What's your fall look like? Have I? If I chatted with you, everybody kids kind of moved around in the screen. Oh, no. Uh, my fault. It, so this year, we just main, I went to mainly doing big rigs and aluminum polishing, stainless polishing, that kind of stuff. Um, but we have three local dealerships that send us stuff, um, their trade-ins and stuff like that. Um, and it's not like they're not trying to get a deal because they're bringing us volume. Um, the big rig tickets, they average anywhere from 12 to 1500. And, uh, so, but today, um, one of the dealerships, the guy was uh, picking up a truck and, and swapping us out. And he said, how's your fall looking? He said, and he says, probably right now with the truck drivers, it's fall run, like with cows and um, crops, it's like harvest and they're getting cows to the slaughter. So they're busy and I'm not really getting a lot of local owner operator stuff, but the dealerships keep me really busy. And he asked me, how's it going today? And I said, well, uh, next week is kind of open. I don't really have much, uh, you know, significant because I got three guys now. So we got to have more volume. And, uh, he told me, um, today, he said, if I ever get slow, just call him, um, say, Hey, I need a truck. He'll walk around a lot, find something. Um, he said, we'll never make, make sure that you're never slow. That's what he told me today. So we're ready to go. That's awesome, man. That's, that's the reason why we say is a big, big part of business is working with other businesses, right? Like getting a foundation yep. of people that you can work with, make sure that everybody's moving together. It's a big reason why we have a community, right? Like we all want to get going together and headed out in a great spot. Love it, man. Why? Thanks so much for sharing that. Did you this, guys see that cattle trailer that I did? I did not see that, huh? Yeah, crazy. The nose of a cattle pot. Oh, that was that was an insane job. Cool. Um, and the guy was extremely happy. Now he wants me to do three more of them. And it, <laughs> <laughs> and I did the same thing Dustin did with interiors. I was like. I'm just going to hit, because I told him, I was like, Rod, I've, I've never done one of these. I've done like 50 semis or maybe 100 semi trucks, but 
I was like, I've never done a trailer or anything this size and so flat. I, was, I don't know how this is going to be. And uh, he's like, well, what would you charge me for the front and back? And I told him six grand. I told him and he says, OK. And I was like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> uh. And but no, it was worth it. Honestly, it was it was a pro. It took me like. I had the trailer for like two weeks, a uh, little over two weeks, um, but it really only took me like two days, two full days, like 16 hours um, and with one helper helping me a little bit, but I rented a scissor lift so I could get up there and and that was pretty cheap to rent that for a couple of days. Um, but every time I would try to get on it, it would rain or something, man, it sucked. Um, but yeah, it was good. And I I wouldn't want to do trailers all the time, but um, it was profitable, especially if they're willing to pay like that. I don't blame you. Yeah, six grand for two days of work. You got to love that, Wyatt. Nicely done, brother. Heck yeah, yeah, great job. Feeling like, a, feeling like a winner. Yeah. And then he, we did the front and it looked so good. He came by, he checked it out. He's like, can I just bring you my truck and his semi truck? And it wasn't booked. We did it. And then he calls me and he's like, I see this video. I was looking on your Facebook. I see you did this ceramic coating on this semi truck. What's that cost? And, you know, we're already in it like 1500 for his aluminum. And I was just like, I'll do it. I'll do your paint for 1500. I gave him a good deal, but I was like, I'll do a three year for 1500 because he's already doing the trailer already. Yeah, doing can't beat it, and man. Then he brings me his personal truck and F-350 Dually with american forces and we polished those and coated that too so like now that is that's like a customer for life now i don't blame you brother I, that's a perfect Ooh. customer for life Ooh. Vic, what about yeah. you man what's uh what's fall looking like i know we talked about some car shows and some stuff like but what are you thinking what is i know you you have experienced the same thing that dustin and others have experienced where team members can sometimes be difficult to keep or get on i know you said that you're even having a hard time getting people to come to an interview so yeah you know what is what does fall look like for you what's your perspective man just uh growing the team scaling you know we're finding those uh systems and processes and um but you gotta hire more. somebody first so yeah yeah no i mean just you know recruiting recruiting heavy recruiting growing the team and stuff um I mean, my, my goal is by like ne summer of next year, I, I don't want to be touching a car. I'm so okay. close right now. Wyatt, but you do semis. It doesn't count. <laughs> oh, I mean, with semi trucks. <laughs> I have been like, I literally stole car washers from the truck wash. I stole them. I was like, what are you making? It's 13.50. I was like, I'll pay you 17 an hour. I literally told them that two of them boom come over and they're like this is awesome because we get to like actually polish instead of just wash and now i got their friends so now i got three guys and and they all make 17 dollars an hour and with the amount of trucks i have coming in and they're really good at the one guy his name is polo but he is a wizard with a rotary polisher like some people like say, oh, you're really good with paint, but he is really good. with. That's rotary. awesome. And 17 bucks yeah. an hour. Like, 
that, sure. that's good to hear. That's a number I that really is probably why that's good for people to hear that you're paying 17 bucks an hour. That's good. That's good for people to hear because it's difficult right now, Vic, as you said, it's difficult trying to find people. It's difficult trying to get them to come out. There's no doubt. The more you can pay them, the more you can sacrifice from out of your business to invest into the people. It's, it's the way to go. So why I appreciate that. Vic, what about Elston besides, you know, getting people hired in, you know, what are you, what's your, other projections for the fall what are you looking to do yeah i mean we talked about it um you know doing some uh car shows going heavier into distribution okay cool i like it uh brandon tims what's fall look like for you how are you gonna spend your time uh so we've actually got busier the last few weeks um so you know i've really been pushing that wash clay coat I'm trying to get everybody ready for winter time, but I mean, here we don't really get too, you know, too much winter weather. And then, you know, about January is when it kind of starts slowing down and then starts picking back up around April. But, you know, it, it, here is the lowest it usually. So for you, fall predictions, just put it in cruise and just keep doing what you're doing. Yes. Yeah, I mean, keep pushing hard on that. Cause I've been really pushing hard on that wash clay coat and, uh, you know, trying to make that work. And um, I mean, a lot of people have been booking that and like liking that service. Okay, cool. Well, if you're getting in luck with it and it's going good, pedal to the metal then, man. Yep. I can kill it. Love it. All right, Derek. I think I've gotten to everybody. So I think it's time. It's time yeah, for that yeah. tab, out, tab out question of the night. All right, guys. This is kind of a would you rather, but you got to pick one and whatever you pick, that's it for life. You can't, there's no, there's no trading it in. It's yours. So would you pick your first car in whatever condition you were looking to get rid of it at it? So if it was all about to fall apart, but it was still running, you got to keep it. Or would you keep a Pontiac Aztec with the camper attachment? permanently installed okay pontiac aztec with the camper installed or what the so the pontiac aztec had a camper attachment yeah that that came out the back and you had to permanently leave this on 24 24 7 had to permanently leave it on there or are you taking your first your first car you ever had in whatever condition that it was time to get rid of it in. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Uh, I'm going, I'm going Pontiac, man. I had a, <laughs> I had a Chevy S10, man. I, I didn't really like it. <laughs> like I, I, I liked the sound system in it. I enjoyed that it. it was a uh, standard, uh, but it was a bench row Chevy S10. Like, there wasn't much to it. I'll take that Pontiac. I don't care. I'll take it and I'll go camping, man. Like I'll go camping. I, I'm all about going camping. Let me go camping. Dustin, I bet you you're the, you're the, you're not the Pontiac guy. I don't think, no, I think you're going no. with the, the first, the first car. Derek, great question. No How about, raise your hand. If you just Googled what an Aztec looked like with the camper kit. 
<laughs> have you guys seen because <laughs> i definitely it. did and it's it wild. is so ugly it, it is, is so wild. ugly uh yeah i i i couldn't roll around in that thing i'm definitely <laughs> keeping my uh my 1996 ford ranger oh uh, okay. and rolling with that <laughs> all right 86 ford ranger it is or you said 96. 96, 96, 96. My bad. I was thinking, you know, when I was driving. Yeah, not that old. Yeah, not that old. <laughs> All right, Mark. Uh, I'm keeping my 86 CRX. That's for sure. Oh, 86. Wow. I'm old. I'm God. old. <laughs> yeah, but CRX, interesting. Nice. Yeah, my first car. All right, Edward. I still got my 73 F100, so I think I'll keep it. Mm-mm. Good good choice. Lucas? No, Derek. Does the Aztec <laughs> also include the Pontiac branded cooler inserts? <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to say yes. Yes. We're going with the Aztec. Not, oh, even, yeah. not even a choice. Lucas, okay, so what what was the car, though, that you yeah, were deciding between those inserts and your first car? What was the so first car? My first car was a 1991 Buick Regal in baby blue with just a little bit of faded paint on the roof. Otherwise, she was cherry, top to bottom. 76,000 original miles, and I got it for 1200 bucks from my great-grandma. Whew. And the reason why I chose the Aztec is because Derek added that in the condition it was in when you sold it. Because yeah. I had that car for a week, and then I blew up the entire drivetrain. Oh, oh, God. So I sold it for $400 a week after I bought it. <laughs> yeah, but that, that rear seat doubles it as, as a house, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you can't oh, yeah. beat the comfort of those seats. Right, he's talking about polishing on. He's talking about polishing ambulance seats when you put that Regal spec seat back there. Man, you can oh. lay out on the back and lay down and polish the lower panels. Oh yeah, or the That's my favorite whole- my favorite seats are the early two thousands GM trucks, like the Denali seats from the early two thousands. Yep. Yep. Oh, it's just sitting on pillows. Pillows. Yeah, so I'm gonna say pillow seats. Yeah, but those Regal ones that you're talking about are those ones that are kind of like a little bit of felt almost. The whole ass twin bed back there. <laughs> well, mine had a full leather interior as well. So it was uh oh she was a sweetheart. Hmm. Edward, are you sure you don't want to take his his choice and go back, you know? Edward, no, you're you're good. <laughs> so, <I'm> good. <laughs> I mean that regal sounds pretty luxury. Seventy-three man <laughs> comes with a free self-installed piston inspection window. Shit. Oh, <laughs> but I don't know the inserts though. I get it. I get it. Those inserts would have would have deterred me over too, Lucas. Good call. Oh yeah, you gotta have something to keep your beer cold while you're waiting on a tow truck. Exactly. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Wyatt, are you uh you taking your first car? Or are you taking that Aztec with the camera? Uh, camper. I'll, I'll go with my first, my first vehicle. Ninety-four right. Sierra. Ninety-four Sierra. Yeah, not a bad choice. Just curious, 
when was that that you turned 16 was that yeah, last yeah, year that, yeah pretty much you know uh i graduated in 2015 uh not too long ago either but yeah i my parents rule was that i couldn't get a vehicle any newer than myself but we used to show in 4-h show animals like show calves and pigs and stuff like that so it's like pretty much saving money that i made from livestock and that's what bought my first vehicle i love that man that's a great oh, good job yeah great job cooking with nick listen we know what your first vehicle was it's still your don't we still your favorite one that you're driving I, i'm pretty sure there was that story where you were trying to figure out what vehicle you were gonna get and that's yeah. why you fell in love with with your with yeah. your vehicle of choice but listen man that camper dude a camper well those who have heard the story know that i sold my first car and that's why i had to get rid of it so i have to go with the aztec and it's a stupid dumb awesome weird vehicle so yeah aztec sounds great right now <laughs> since you totaled it <laughs> yeah that that first mini was a total hunk of shit like damn i could walk faster than that car could could go at full <laughs> throttle so yeah i'm going with the aspect okay how's dinner turning out uh i screwed up the smash burger so we went to plan b up in for the costco patties mm. so uh mm. Good save there. Got some peppers on the grill. Um, gonna start assembling the burgers now, and we'll go from there. Cool. Wait, wait, Nick. Is are they the Angus ones? Because I had those this weekend. Oh no, but they're a third of a pound. Oh, that's probably the same ones I had. They were good. And the red package with the the red and white. Yeah. They hit dog for like thirteen bucks for the pack. Can't miss. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Brandon, I imagine there and you got some great scenery. You'd probably like to go cruise around and, you know, grab your Aztec, throw it over to the side and just enjoy South Carolina, right? Is that you going with the Aztec? No, my first car was badass, so I'm going to go uh, right. 85 Z28 Camaro. Oh, what? <laughs> T-tops and everything. In, you had a mustache like this back then when you drove it. I know you did. I yeah. have one a little bit better than this one back then. Oh, <laughs> there was no more stylish way to have all 99 horsepower back in the 80s. Yeah. Did, you have, did you have a mullet? Yeah. I have a mullet. No, oh. no mullet? It's no a mullet. 28. I did ride the cutoff on mullet. Wait, really? <laughs> <laughs> but, Brandon, even, even in the condition that you had to get rid of it in, Bro, no, we like when I got it, I painted it. We painted it brand, uh, you know, a little brand new like motor. It was cherry. Couldn't couldn't have found a better one. But it even had the, it had the gold rims, and we'd painted them silver. Like it was nice. I did lubers in the back, you know. Nice, and this is a badass ride. Ooh, red. Well, that ass take it with the camper, man. Are you fire, sure? Fire engine red. I, I'm sticking to my guns here. Man, ass take <laughs> You can get fire engine red. <laughs> could get in red or and nasty. you can put a little sign on the outside that says when the campers are rocking don't come and knock <laughs> a stabbing cabin that's, that's, that, that car is ugly as sin though <laughs> yeah. 
Vic, what about you, man? Are you uh, are you camping? You're going over the lake? We got a lake not too far away. Are you going to go camp out in the Aztec? or What was your first car? Which one are you choosing? My first car was badass, and I had a, a smart car. <laughs> Wait, Wait with the swapped engine. What'd you have? It was a uh, Toyota. What was it? An MR2? Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I bet that was a little rocket ship. Oh, dude, it was fun. It was it was really fun, and it was all wrapped and everything. It was it was, it was pretty badass for a smart car, dude. Gonna find some fix. It had flames, so you know that added a few horsepower to it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. The reason I I got it that was like the only car I could find private party that somebody would sell me that because I my parents didn't want me to drive until I was uh, sixteen, and uh, so like right when I turned fifteen, I didn't have my permit yet, so I was on Craigslist. I'm like, well, if I get a car and I buy it, then uh, I guess they have to let me drive, right? So. <laughs> So that was the plan, and it worked. Well, well, might as well, right? Yeah, nicely done, Corey. First car, well, Aztec. Uh, heck no, first car, nineteen seventy six Chevrolet pickup. I still own it. I've had it since I was sixteen, but it's been sitting for a while. But I know I could go over there, charge the battery, fire it up, and it run fine. <laughs> <laughs> Carbureted 350, that thing, I can't kill it. I've done some crazy shit to that engine, and it's been running fine. <laughs> All right, what'd you say it is again? An 86 what? It's a 76 Chevrolet pickup. It's a K10, oh. so it's full drive. And it's got the eight-foot bed, so I can throw a mattress in there. Oh. I can throw a camper on it, whatever I want to do. V10, that's probably something that uh, Dodge people aren't used K10. to. K10. Huh? K10. Oh, they said V10. I was like, no, it's called a K10. That's I was like, I didn't know Dodges uh, came in V10. Time. Dustin doesn't think they no, do no. either. Viper. <laughs> yeah, Viper. V10 Viper. And there and there was an SRT10 pickup. That's the SRT10 pickup. Yeah, there was an SRT. Was that the Viper engine in it? Yeah. And it came with a wobbly stick too. So it was king of the super trucks. Yes, sir. Uh, it was like a long shifter. You could like smack it there. I want one so bad. And we've been looking for something at like a shop truck or shop cars, just something to do some content with. Uh, that's not my truck. And yeah, you can't find a single cab short bed for a decent price like anywhere in the United States. So, and an SRT 10 is way out of my price range. <laughs> Well, Corey, nicely done, man. I don't blame you then. I would not go with the Aztec in your situation. It was a tough one, though. It was a tough one. Derek? Well, kind of like Nick, I'm going to have to go with the Aztec because my first car was a 1991 Eddie Bauer edition Ford Explorer with the wood trim Oh hell yeah! on the inside. But like that. that was my right college roommate. That's what he had. Now, I love that. I never got rid of it. The AC didn't work. The gas gauge did not work. And when you got, when you put it in four-wheel drive, it would get stuck in four-wheel drive for a few miles. And then eventually, you'd feel the whole truck shake as it snapped back into two-wheel drive. But unfortunately, I told you I got in a car accident. Someone flipped me over. Someone hit me on the side. Flipped it upside down on its roof. The front windshield broke, and I crawled out the side of it. And I said, damn. And guess what? It was still running. 
So they flipped it back <laughs> over. I said, Dan, can we please keep it? And he goes, Derek, like, no. Like, so they told it. And, uh, you know, I'd have to get my, give me that Aztec and that nasty green color, color that Walter White had in then sign me up with that tent. Like, I'd use the hell out of that tent, though. Oh, yeah. Walter Wright picked the best one ever. Yeah. I was talking with Nick the other day. Did, did anybody ever get into just call Saul? Like, I loved it. I loved it. Both of him and I, we loved that that first one, right? Breaking Brad was awesome. I yeah. couldn't get into this. I couldn't get into the spinoff. I couldn't. I watched like three or four episodes. I'm like, I just could not get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. I was like, can't do it. Can't, can't do, do it. it. Well, was that the spinoff Better Call Saul? Yeah. yeah. Did you see yeah. they made a you see they made a cartoon as well? I think it's on Hulu. Huh. Yeah. I, I I heard it's horrible, so I don't know if it's any good. But I'll pass. All right, guys. Fun night. Good discussion. Thanks for chiming in, everybody. Dustin, great to see you. Derek, uh, great tab out question. Mark, man, thanks for your time. Thanks for coming out and uh, hopping into the community pub. Edward, man, as always, man, glad to see you again. Thanks for thanks for coming in. Lucas, the pleasure, buddy. I'm glad to hear you. Uh, you did well on the old links this past weekend. Better than my four. Yeah. Did you still ever get that joke that I put down? There was. Nope. I didn't think so. Yeah. All right, Brandon. Pleasure, buddy. Good to see you, man. I know that your kids are always a, a mess. So, thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time to hop in. I appreciate it. Vic, good to see you tonight. Saw you earlier today. Two times in a day. Can't beat that. That's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Corey and Martinez, everybody else, man. Thanks so much. Enjoy your night, and we'll see you next week on the Community Pub. Hell yeah. See you guys. See you. What a fun episode. That's Community Pub for you right there. A lot of great topics, a lot of great fun. We want you to continue the conversation. Please join us over in the HyperClean Specialist group on Facebook. You'll see a post. I put a picture of a really cool old truck and Talk about what we're going to say here tonight on the pub. Go over there and go talk to us about what you think fall is going to look like. Something new you're going to add to your business and we're going to take away. What is your perspective on fall this year going into 2022? Hey, this is Marshall. It's been a great episode. Thanks for enjoying a beer with me. No matter where you're at, uh, riding in your car, taking a dog for a walk, or as many of you Many of you are working on cars and enjoying car life. So wherever you find yourself, thank you so much for being a part. And I hope you make it a great day.